Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most of the places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two, do my tossing the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating interview on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Roger Karras. Dogs are not our whole life, but they make our lives whole. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 211. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. My grandma Jean, funeral weekend went great. Thanks to all the well wishes from everyone. It was great to spend time with family and friends. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Congrats to Rob for being named the new GM. Thursday played a solo show at Lake Monster Brewing in St. Paul, Minnesota. Thanks, Vincent Companies, for having me. Cool place. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, October 30th, 2019, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, November 1st, I'll be playing a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Saturday, November 2nd, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rambling on up to Breezy Point, Minnesota to rock out at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar from 5 to 9 p.m. Guest this week. It's part one of two with Danielle, Kate, Alyssa, and Katie from Canine Inspired Change. We talk about inspiring stories, working with students, give to the max day on Thursday, November 14th at Bad Weather Brewing, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Music Podcast, everybody. I'm here with my coworkers at K9 Inspired Change. It's been a few years since Danielle and the crew have been on the podcast, and we're meeting here after a fun session this morning at River East. And one of the people in charge I listen to most of the time, Kate, just came with lunch, and you had a jet. What was a jet knife semi, or what happened? Yep, it was. It was. Um, shout out to the man who's having a hard day. I hope your day gets better. Um, it was just. Just a residential St. Paul street, and a semi-truck driver was trying to back into an alley, probably to make a delivery, and he got a little uh, jackknifed. And so we had a little <clears throat> little backup in traffic, uh, a lot of uh, cars needing to back up, myself being one of them, uh, other semis involved as well. So Didn't Millie keep you calm as a good therapy dog in the she car? She did, actually. She leaned up against my armrest, and she was there for me. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. We were talking this morning at uh, at uh, River East how my grandmother passed just a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't there in time to say goodbye to her, but we were in time when she was still laying there till they called my buddy who's a funeral home director guy. And Copper was really good friends with my grandmother. Went her up there and I think realized that what she knew her was she was gone. It was just her body there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she went around and just comforted everybody the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. Yeah, we were talking about that this morning in class. Yeah. That I so shout out to the dogs that are here by the way. Oh yes, too. I gotta introduce yeah. everybody and yeah. stuff too. So we have uh, we have Kate, we have Alyssa, we have Danielle, and we have Katie and the dogs. I left Copy at home, but we got uh, we got Millie, we got Sharpie and Rascal, all famous therapy <laughs> dogs around the St. Paul area. And here. Clo Money is Alyssa's dog. She's not yes. here. So I was gonna say I have um, I have a, a close relative that's dealing with dementia, and Sharpie just one hundred percent. Goes and sits by her. He gets it. He lays by her like he like he doesn't really lay by others besides me. Rasky, Rasky's getting That's awesome. Feisty. I like when the dogs talk on the yeah. show. Yeah, Rasky's like, come on, quit hogging the mic, yo. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But yeah, he totally gets it, and she calms down so much when he's around. So yeah, they just—it's an inherent kind of knowingness that these dogs have it's yes pretty, pretty crazy um so danielle you kind of want to just tell the listeners again what is canine inspired change i yes. mention it literally all the time yes i'll hopefully start a new ad for it on the show pretty soon and it's literally a huge part of my life and yeah absolutely love it you mind just kind of giving a breakdown exactly yeah. what it even is yeah well first of all i just want to tell you mr mark steary how much we love you and how much you've done for us so we just really can't thank you enough and we're just so happy that you're part of our team so and Mark, yay, Mark! Well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, multi-talented listeners. I mean, this Mark Starry is a multi-talented individual. Um, but we started Canine Inspired Change. Um, I mean, I didn't really set out to start anything. It was the truth of the matter. Uh, I started. Um, I set out to get well. I was having a really hard time in my life, and. Um, as a lot of us do, you know, we face a dark night of the soul. And um, I started to explore facets of getting well again, feeling good, feeling peaceful in my body instead of freaking out and just feeling depressed and anxious all the time. Um, and so in doing that, I discovered therapy dog work. Um, I discovered the power of helping other people and giving your energy elsewhere instead of letting it swirl all over inside your own skull. You know, that loop happens. It's just maddening. So um, to get out of that, I started to bring dogs to different places to visit kids and things. Because I was a professional dog trainer at the time, I had kind of an entree to do that. So it just started out to be like, hey, here's this thing that makes me feel better um, as I'm trying to get better. And um, from there, it just kind of exploded uh, because it's kind of like right place, right time, right energy, right action um, to contribute kind of to the goodness in the world. Um, and then Katie Kramer, Miss Katie Kramer showed up in to one of my classes just as you did, Mark, and just as... Kate did, and and all these people that kind of felt called to do this work, kind of we swirled together in this cool little group and said, hey, let's all do this together. Um, let's develop a course curriculum. 
let's go to more schools um, and let's see if we can help people. And just it's gotten to be more and more crystallized as the more people have kind of come on board. So in a nutshell, we um, go into schools and other organizations to um, lead a custom course curriculum to bring about social and emotional wellness in our all of our participants. Winter seems to be making its way toward the Midwest here. I used to get anxiety about roads and how I would make it to my shows or my car start or not, and all that has faded away, and I'm ready to take on winter head on, rocking my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles, my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff couldn't have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a fall season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. People ask me it all the time. I don't know if you guys get that too. Like, so what do you do with these yeah, kids? What do right. you do? And I talk about like going to right. juvie or something. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? I'm like, well... You kind of mix like therapy dog work yep. with like agility yeah. and basic dog training right. skills and a, like a confidence builder, like yeah. having these kids like building their confidence, working and creating a relationship right. with these dogs. Right. And it's a, a good experience for us as the dog owners, the dogs and the kids. Right. And just try to, I just try to keep it real layman if I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just a general like what it is. I, I don't know if they still get it anyways. And right. It's hard to understand because people don't, they think of traditional therapy dog work, right? Um, and that is dogs going to hospitals or hospices and things like that. Great work. But what we're doing is kind of like up jumped, you know, yeah, we, we've We've taken that and seen the value in that, but then taking it one step further because we're trying, we're measuring outcomes and we're actually working with the students, bringing about, um, you know, social emotional wellness through dog training. So they're physically moving around. It's action based. It's empowering. They're sending dogs over jumps, going through tunnels. Um, but then there's also the, 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 beginning and ending circles where we just connect in with each other because dogs are heart openers mm -hmm. and most of these kids and most of society uh, feels disconnected and is in some form experienced a heartache and we um, oftentimes don't even want to address it. So the, the dogs immediately just pop in and, and are like, hey, we're going to hold space for everybody to feel good right now. And then all kinds of groovy stuff happens from there. There is really just a, a really powerful human element, I think, to the work of Canine Inspired Change. Of course, we're working with dogs, so people think we're like an animal agency. And in a way, we are. But we're also very much um, about, like Danielle people. said, people and making those connections. And I think that's been incredibly powerful dogs are really the facilitators to do that mm -hmm. um but it's really when a lot of these young people that we're working with feel isolated whether it's something they've experienced or how they kind of understand the world and to be able to see them open up with the dogs and with the volunteer partners is really it's magical right that's one of the groovy things about our organization if you look at our logo there's two arrows that swirl 
Um, and that is, I'm pointing. Can you all see this? I'm just pointing at our logo, and Mark's laughing at me because uh, nobody can actually see. But we have two arrows in our logo that signify the ongoing loop of energy that happens from the dog owner, the dog, and our students. So it's really a human-based, let's stay connected and like help each other and love each other and see that we're all more similar than we are different and then our dogs are just really kind of the uh the helpers in doing that yeah kate weren't you talking about that this morning in one of our goal stuff yeah um the human connection is huge and the dogs as the bridge to that connection is what makes our organization i think um so powerful um so for example mark and i were in a session this morning and we're with um, a group of students who've had a rough time in their home schools, and so they've been pulled to a special school for behavioral issues or maybe some mental health things going on. And you bring a dog between students who sometimes have a hard time communicating, and they communicate over the dog. The mm -hmm. dog is the bridge between that communication. Mm -hmm. And then as Mark and Danielle and Katie and everyone's been talking about, then the kids have these hands-on activities where they're running with the dogs, they're playing games with the dogs, they're having a lot of fun with the dogs. Mm -hmm. So now they're laughing together. Mm -hmm. And um, they're also feeling empowered with the dogs. And so we take all those good feelings that come about during the session. And in our closing circle that Danielle mentioned, we talk about how we're feeling. And 99.9% .9 of the time, I would even go so far as to say 100% of the time, the kids are feeling better mm -hmm. when they walk out of that room than when they came into that room. And that's um, in large part because of the dogs, but it's also because of those connections they've made with right. the volunteer mm -hmm. and they've made with each other. Mm -hmm. The dogs and are facilitators of that. Yeah. Hugely. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. And then back to that circle, those arrows that point at each other, we talk about that. Mark and I talked about that today with our students. We said, hey... You guys all came in feeling like this, and you're leaving feeling like mm -hmm. this. Can you pass that goodness that you're feeling mm -hmm. on to other people yeah. today mm -hmm. and Amazing. keep it going? Mm -hmm. And they they nod their heads. They're kind of like, mm -hmm. yeah, we probably could do that. I'm like, and look at my dog. My dog is smiling. She's happy. She's thrilled. Mm -hmm. She feels good. You feel good. Let's keep it going. Let's keep passing it on. Those arrows just keep mm -hmm. pointing right back at each other. So mm -hmm. that's huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I mean, one could say that is the purpose of like existence, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Is to be kind to others, to help a little uh, when something is in your path that you can help with. And, you know, don't get much more complicated beyond that. Right, there's two reasons to take action. One is, does it help the world or the people around you? And the other is to be a good example mm -hmm. to others and like boom, boom. Mm -hmm. And and then if you can have fun while you're doing it with a bunch of dogs, it's oh, even yeah. better. <laughs> this morning we had this kid. It's not perfect behavior for class. But when this kid like you would do jump, with the dog, and then he'd go over the corner and do a somersault, <laughs> and then come back. And he was he was so happy. He was doing somersault. Mm. Is that what that? No, cartwheels. Yeah, a cartwheel. Yeah, in between things because he was just so happy with the yeah. working with the dogs. Mm -hmm. Ideally, we don't want that to happen. We had to but stop. We had to stop and take a couple deep, yeah. deep couple puppy breaths to yeah, calm yeah. him down. Yeah, but jeepers. Yeah, overflow. Yeah, pure yeah. pure joy. Yeah. Um. So how about we go around and maybe um in this this episode talk about while Katie you're still here maybe talk about like a particular instance or something in class where 
just like an example of where it kind of touched you being a volunteer working for Canine Inspired Change. And then we'll do one more episode talking about what we have upcoming, maybe talking about the Give to the Max Day and then uh, the new building and things like that. Is that cool with you guys? Yep, perfect. So um, actually, I'll just start. So, no, I just sent this before, or else I could think of a million different times when uh, um, CIC has affected my life. But even just last week, we did a show. We did a oh, the musician time. Mm-hmm. So used to saying that, but we did a session in uh, Maple Grove. One of the stu- one of the teachers pulled me aside and said, "This one kid, his family was going through an awful, awful divorce, mm-hmm. and he literally cried all day, every day, except for when he came mm-hmm. to Canine Inspired Change class and worked with with Copper. Mm-hmm. And they are like." buddies that's one of my favorite things is to see when they become literally friends with this animal and they look and they develop this connection and then to have them perform after eight ten weeks in front of a school that's as a person that performs for a living you have to trust your person you're actually performing with Mm -hmm. it is an amazing Mm -hmm. thing to to witness yeah and I think they, they don't forget this stuff. No. I have kids that stop me in the hallway and say, I remember last year. And they remember all these dogs. They still have their certificates, mm-hmm. which we hustle for every last mm-hmm. second. Word. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But um, so that's that'd be mine. I would just share that made me feel pretty good about working for Canine Inspired Change last week. So. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B, and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is a fact. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always great. Recording the top five Iron Maiden songs podcast, the B-Dale tomorrow night, and I literally can't wait. All my musician friends seem to love the B-Dale, such a unique place, and everyone likes taking the tour of the wall of previous presidents and figuring out which ones seem to look like the funnest to party with. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that after being talked about on these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails are something like hotcakes, karaoke, live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo nights, bocciaville tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Do you, are you, who's that ready? You have a story? Yeah. Alyssa, do you have one? Oh, gosh. Um, I have a few, I guess, but... I guess the one that sticks out the most is the elementary school in Minneapolis that we were at with my dog, Chloe. She's a 13-year-old, Bashan, so she's a little bit older and doesn't listen all the time, but the kids are very patient with her. Shout out to Chloe Money. I know. She's home sleeping right now. But anyway, she um, was working with this kid who apparently had the school on lockdown because he was having violent outbursts and everything, and... Um, when he's working with Chloe, you never would imagine that's even possible from him. Um, his teacher said that, you know, once the dogs are around, he does calm down and relax and becomes a different person really because the dogs just bring that energy and the trust and everything with them. So that was a big deal to me because I never would have imagined that with this kid and just the dogs bring out the best in Mm -hmm. us and vice versa. And Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great, that's awesome. Katie, do you have one? Yeah, I do. Um, Rascal and I were working with an elementary student who was relatively quiet uh, when we first met him. Um, and after a few sessions with Rascal, definitely came out of a shell, but also confided in us that Rascal makes him feel safe. 
So for me, that tells me there's a lot of places in his life where he does not feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a really powerful thing to hear from a young person. Um, and, and that just made me think it's it, the experience of working with these dogs is really teaching these young people what it's like to have a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So what it's like to build trust, how we can mm-hmm. communicate openly and honestly, and the impact and the powerful safety and, and healing um, that that brings on. So that was a that was a special statement from him to us. You guys as a dog team are known amongst the kids for the <laughs> the bridge or what do you call it? Oh, the human bridge. The yeah. human bridge. Can you can you describe what the bridge of love and connectedness means or whatever yeah. it is? So Rascal is a rowdy one and he's known to do love doing jumps and tricks and loading up on folks and he loves doing the physical physical part of the <laughs> therapy dog work. Um, so what we do is we have everyone in the class at the end of class get on their hands and knees and and sort of form a bridge. So shoulder to shoulder, Mm -hmm. everyone's kind of touching and making this powerful structure of love and connection. And Rascal hops on everybody's back and just... Runs Does. over the top of them, yeah. and we should we should we should interject that Rascal weighs about twelve, 12 pounds. So it's a he's like a we're, yeah. he's not hurting anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's a fun way to end class. Mm-hmm. Awesome, that's awesome. Kate, how about you? Got a story? Then we'll end with Danielle. It's, yeah, it's like everyone's been saying. It's really hard to choose um, because you see some really miraculous things. So um, I love it when I see a kid feel empowered. But I think the one that I always come back to is just he was a younger elementary school student and he had been working one-on-one with my dog Millie for quite a few weeks. And he um, was a third grader. He had violent outbursts often in the school. Um, And when he was with Millie, he... I don't want to say he was a different kid because what I saw was what was underneath, what, what, who he really was. And it was, um, I'm getting a little choked up because I miss him and I wonder about him. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a lot of what Katie said. He just, he felt safe with Millie. He could be himself. Mm-hmm. So whatever was going on in his life um, that he needed to guard himself against, those guards came down when he was with the dog. Mm-hmm. And he... Um, would snuggle into me. He would snuggle into the social worker, which was behavior that they never saw. Mm. He was very resistant to, um, you know, humans around him. He would lay with Millie. He would tell her how much he loved her. Mm. And it was, it was just, it was neat because it was great for the teachers to see who worked with him on a day-to-day basis and the social worker who put, put us together because they were able to see who he was. Um, he was a third grade kid, mm-hmm. and he was a great human being, and he just had a lot on his plate. Mm-hmm. So it's getting a little sniffly in here. I know. Sorry, guys. No, here's I understand these emotions because who of us has not felt that way right. in their life? Like all all of us human right. beings, at some point, have felt heartache or disconnection, and so when you see somebody that's going through that, and you can affect that to the positive, like, it makes your heart swell. I mean, I, w- I think the first year of doing classes, I bawled in my car the whole way home every single yeah. time, like happy tears, right? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you don't keep doing it. It's not easy to start a nonprofit, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, that's why we do it, because it is a personal transformation as well. Okay. Sure. Do you want to uh, share a quick story, sure. Danielle, one of your favorites? Um, I love working um, with the students at Juvenile Detention Center. Um, 
because there's always such a big shift from the first moment they step into class to then I'm having for an hour and then they leave class changed and you can absolutely see it. Um, so just this last Saturday I was there with my dog Sharpie and a couple other volunteers and, um, we had the older pod, which um, there's like 16 and 17. Most of these boys are involved in some sort of gang activity. That's what they grew up with. That's what they know. Most of them, if not all of them, are told that given the information or the, the behaviors modeled to them to like to be tough, to be mean, to be like violence is how you get survive in this world. And that's why they're where they're at. And at this point, 16 and 17, they've been through the system quite a few times. So they come in looking at me with very, very skeptical eyes. Who's this lady with her dog trying to like tell us what? Okay, please. Um, and most of the time they don't. Um, <laughs> hey, Sharps. <laughs> most of the time. Sharps making an um, appearance the podcast. <laughs> come here, buddy. Here, treat, treat. Um, <laughs> most of the time, they don't even really want to talk to me. They reluctantly will come and sit. Um, and then it's a slow progression of coming over to sit by Sharpie. Um, and then I share with them that, hey, guys, um, you know, I'm eight and a half years sober. Um, anybody deal with addiction in their life? Um, and that perks them up. And then I tell them I kind of grew up how you guys grew up and I've been where you are and you know I believe in you and they start to open up a little bit more and they look at me like maybe we aren't so different um but anyway so then they work with the dogs they start to slowly open up throughout the hour and then at the very end we do the circle of loving kindness which is at first when I went started working at um juvenile detention center I was like I don't know if I'm gonna do this because they're just gonna laugh at me you know like um, <laughs> I just thought I'm just going to go for it because part of what we want to do is practice kindness, right? Instead of practicing aggression or violence, we want to practice kindness and how else are you going to do it, right? Um, so at the very end, I'm like, okay, guys, here we go. You guys did such a good job today. Like, we're now we're kind of buddies and we're talking and it's time to practice uh, loving kindness. And they're all looking at me like, what? And I'm like, yep, you're going to say something nice to the person next to you. Pass it on. We're going to go around the circle. And they're all start like get, kind of giggling and laughing and try, trying to make like jokes. Um, and am I allowed to swear on this podcast? I don't give do a we shit. Not care? Okay. <laughs> well, so I look at them and I'm like, so do you guys. So I see how you're laughing and things right now. It feels weird because I'm asking you to do this. It doesn't feel comfortable. Um, and they're all kind of shaking their head and laughing. And I'm like, but it feels real easy to tell somebody to go fuck themselves, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, is that right? Is, should that be right? Should it be easy to be rude and mean and cruel to somebody and not feel any type of way about that. But then to say something nice, that feels on their kind. You can see light bulbs going on in their head. So they pass it on. They go around the ring. They're like, hey, like, you're not, like, you got a good jump shot. And, like, or in the other one, it's like, you did good with the dogs. And the other one was like, I don't, I don't know him like that. I'm like, well, he could have been acting up and trying to kick a dog or something. He wasn't. He was very... Um, 
he was here, he was present, he was working well with the dogs. Okay, yeah, you did good with the dogs. And so then there was one kid that was a little bit younger here. He presented a little bit younger. And as he's leaving, he comes up, he's like, I love you, Sharpie. And then one of the other kids went to kind of make fun of him. And then one of the bigger kids goes, no, we're not, we're not doing that. And I'm like, yes! Oh, that's great. <laughs> yes! That's great So story. much heart-opening squishiness of love. Yes, so. And in that setting, if I may say, you may have had rival gang members. Oh, yeah. Saying something kind to one another. Right. It, it's, cr- yes. it's incredible. You know, like men in general have a tough trip put on them as to be tough and strong. And, you know, at the core of it all, vulnerability is strength. So we're just trying to get the point across to these guys. And also then when they go home in their environments, a lot of times they have dogs that maybe aren't treated well or, or looked at in a certain way and they now bring their this newfound knowledge to the dogs in their environments because of overwhelming comment that I get from the juvie kids is like you know I've never seen a dog act like this mm-hmm. you know I don't I didn't know dogs could be like this and so another learning dog training too and we're trying to then you know have that ripple effect go into their community and uh, also really actively trying to get some of those like 17 um, on the cusp of 18-year-old guys to volunteer with their dogs for our organization and have a full circle moment there. So that's definitely a huge goal goal of ours. Awesome. Um, Thank you, Katie, Danielle, Alyssa, and Kate for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, talking a little about canine-inspired change. Uh, Please tune in next week for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Stereo Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.